Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. We do like to bring you movies with a difference and sometimes movies that are a little bit challenging in their subject matter here on Movies First. This is one of those. It is called First Girl I Loved uh, and it is what the title says it is. Alex First, tell us more. Well, I've got to ask you, do you recall the first girl that you loved? Was it at kindergarten? Was it a bit later on? Uh, would have been, I think we can safely say late primary school, I reckon. I reckon that yeah, would be the primary. first, yeah, yeah, I reckon late primary school. Really? So, now, did this girl have pigtails? No. Oh, okay. Did she have freckles? Oh, jeez, here we go. No, no, no. Lie back. She, Come she, on, was, tell she, she was clean of skin, she had, she had short, dark hair. And we still occasionally keep in touch. Do you really? Did yes. you ever tell her that you had a bit of a, a man crush? No, oh, a boy I, crush? I, I, th- I, I, I think, you know, look, you're talking, we were, what, 10? You know, yes. 10 or 11 years old. And, you know, I, I, it, it, there was a bit of a crush back then. But, you know, you keep in touch. Well, we did. Um, to this day, yeah. like 60 years later, this unrequited <laughs> love story. It's fantastic. Get on with it. I think that's real. Isn't this charming, folks? Now, true confessions. See, here. I reveal my heart and I just cop it from you. Tell me about yours, then, Alex. No, Come on. Come on. I, I think you're so sincere that I did, I, I couldn't top that. No, I, I really couldn't. Oh, I, you, you'll keep. Did, did, you did will you, keep first. <laughs> did you ever keep a diary of of sort of girls <sighs> liked? I, 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 I tried diary keeping as a, as a, as a as a teenager. I hated it. I just, I don't what? know why. I, I tried and I just, you know, I found it turned into an, an exercise in masochism. You know, just difficult, awkward, you know, writing stuff that, look, I was a fairly boring teenager, let's be blunt. Uh, and, you know, you look back uh, through, you know, three months later and go, oh, yeah, that was exciting. Went to a guitar lesson, then went and watched a football <laughs> game, had dinner and went to bed. Yeah, why did I write all that down again? Please remind me. You know, this ain't Samuel Pepys we're talking about here. Oh, well, but uh, it's interesting to look back on something like that. and well, think it's of, interesting well, to look back on had a guitar lesson, watched football, no, had dinner, no, went to bed. That's not interesting by it, any it, definition. If, if you're in any way a meaningful, substantive lad, then it could have been. The fact that you're boring as the proverbial, I can't help that. I'm sorry. But if you were more interesting, I reckon it would have been interesting for your adult self to look back at your kiddie self and find out what was truly important to you. Well, well, you look back at your teenage life now. Just for a moment, look back at your teenage life. Would you say you were exciting as a teenager? I rest well, my case, ladies and gentlemen, no, of the jury. No, no, by no, the, no. the you, you paused, you paused to think. Because I, no, I was reflecting upon this. <laughs> I mean, one is allowed to reflect. I, I did some rather interesting things. Mm. I think, I, like as a kid, I was interested in philosophy, mm. right? Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I know that yeah might be boring to some people, but I used to have lengthy arguments with people about philosophical issues. The other thing that I used to do. I, yes, I took guitar lessons as well, but I I went through the disco era. So Gee, that we, we went to so a, much. <laughs> we went 
<laughs> we went to parties and there were nights when you went to three and four and five parties. The disco ball was at each of them. And it was fantastic. I, I reckon, yeah, I, I had a pretty interesting childhood. I did keep a diary, but I don't know where it is anymore, Chris. That's really frustrating. One day it might turn up because I haven't thrown it out. Okay, well, let's go and scour every second-hand store in Australia now and see if we can find the teenage diary of Alex first. No. There's, a, there's a movie that's begging to be made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so this is all about the first girl somebody loved. Now, finding your place in the world is hard enough for most. It was more difficult for Chris because it was boring as the proverbial. But when dealing with teen angst and matters of sexuality, it can be harder still. Anne Smith, played by Dylan Galula, this is her feature debut, is this rather bright young high school senior. Best friends with a guy who has designs on her, played by, well, the, the guy is named Clifton Martinez, a role filled by Mateo Arias. She, Anne Smith, rejects Clifton Martinez's advances because she's got a crush on somebody else. Happens to be the beautiful star of the softball team, whose name is Sasha Bassanez, played by Brianna Hildenbrand. So one girl has a crush on another girl, and Anne makes a move. She uses the excuse of doing a profile piece on Sasha for the school newsletter to introduce herself to her. Both are fumbling in the dark but they do know they want to spend more time with each other but you think about it coming out as openly gay at high school that will inevitably bring with it unwanted attention is and this already- set, sorry alex is this set today or is this set 20 years ago 30 years ago what's the what's the time frame on this yeah good good question i position it some time ago okay not necessarily today but i i don't know that for a fact and I think it's I think it's got relevance whether it's today or not. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just curious because you, know, mm. you, you, you would imagine that it would be easier today than say 1975, and easier still today than than the 1950s. But if we're talking today or relatively recent past, yeah, relatively yeah. Recent. we okay. are. Yeah, I right. mean, basically, what happens is that already the boy Clifton Martinez doesn't take kindly to the news, and before long. Remember, Anne's made a move on Sasha. Sasha has a change of heart. Hmm. So the writer and director is Kerem Sanger. Crafted this fascinating slice-of-life reality drama which denies nice Hollywood conventions. Now, Sanger's day job is teaching standardised texts. So he spent a lot of time around high schools and also at universities listening to the way that young people talk. And on top of that, his sister had come out to him as gay. So he had these things rattling around in his head and and then he made up the story. That part was trial and error. So he always tries to focus on point of view, goes through the whole story from every person's perspective and see if what that person's doing makes sense emotionally. And that was his approach to First Girl I Loved, from writing to shooting to editing. So importantly, Sanger presented the points of view of each of the three central players, and I've referred to all of them, of course. I defy you, Chris, to pick where the movie's heading. The whole thing felt incredibly real to me. The giggling girls, the jealousy, the fear of being caught, the concerns about body image and confidence. One thing all the main players appeared to have in common was their inability to speak meaningfully to their parents and nearest and dearest. It's kind of like this generation gap it got a hold of them and they, 
they refused to risk it, notwithstanding the fact that their loved ones would, in all likelihood, have provided a reasoned and reasonable perspective. What a matchup! And what a team, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. I was really taken by Pamela Adlon. Now, Pamela Adlon, I don't know whether... Did you ever watch Californication on television? Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. She is the... You you know the... I've gone gone blank. The guy who was in X-Files. What's his name? Uh, David Duchovny, yeah. Yeah. David Duchovny's agent. You know the bald-headed guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pamela Adlon was his... Wife. Oh, Marcy. 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 That's yeah. it. Okay, yep. Yeah, that's Pamela Adlon. She's terrific in this, First Girl I Loved. She she is Anne Smith's mother. Mm-hmm. And Anne Smith, as I mentioned, this newcomer, Dylan Galula. See, see she... I know Dylan Galula because she's in Unbreakable Kimmy Smith on Netflix. Ah, yeah, very. So she's a very good actor. Yeah, yeah. terrific. Yeah. Totally believable. Here's this confused kid who knows she is not sexually attracted to guys and faces an uncertain future. So, yes, it's got a gay theme, but it's got crossover appeal. And I draw a parallel. Remember we talked a a few weeks ago about an Irish movie called Handsome Devil, which also had a gay theme, and that was also one with crossover appeal. I mean, you don't... the, The problem is that... I don't know whether it's homophobia, call it what you will, but a lot of straight guys and girls find it uncomfortable to see gay movies. And I don't know whether it's to do with, well, I presume it is to do with the subject matter, but the way the subject matter is treated can make a movie more or less appealing. And so First Girl I Loved has got a great sense of appeal. I mean, you go back to, remember Heath Ledger and there was the... Uh, Brokeback Mountain, yeah. Brokeback Mountain with Ang Lee as the director. Yeah, exactly. That, that again, that had some crossover appeal as well and it was a damn good film. So I'd like to think if the movie's good enough, People are going to go along, go, going to go along and see it anyway. And this one, first, the first girl I loved, leaves you thinking about what's the best way to navigate the ups and downs, the vicissitudes of burgeoning sexuality, without putting at risk the rest of your life. So good film, really good film. Seven and a half out of ten for all 114 minutes of First Girl I Loved. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.